0: Okay I'm upset, bottom line I'm upset and I had to start the episode off this way because this was the first story that jumped out at me that nah we gotta talk about this because this is a very very big thing in the community of people that feel like they can talk any which way, act any which way, interact with any creators or anybody but in particular some of these authors because y'all know if you follow my show at all these years then you know that I have nothing but the utmost respect for these mangaka That break their backs, their hearts, their bodies, they destroy themselves for our entertainment. If you don't know, the life of a mangaka is not all easy street. It's not just, hey, I draw a drawing and I'm a millionaire. It's nothing even remotely close to that. The creator of One Piece, Oda, for example, in case you don't know, he works 20 to 21 hours a day every freaking day, okay? You, You don't know what that's like. You don't know what it's like to work 20 to 21 hours a day hunched over on a desk and there's millions and of people giant conglomerates and corporations that are depending on your ability to make something interesting entertaining exciting revolutionary all on this piece of paper right that's a very big deal so when i see scumbags and i'm gonna say yes people scum Bags that decide that they could talk any which way to a creator i'm gonna call you out fam this is it i'm gonna call you out now i know probably some people are gonna think oh well i'm gonna start doing this more often like nah if it's genuine i'm gonna call you out let's be clear i'm not gonna feed the trolls neither but i saw this one and the fact that the mangaka interacted right now in case you don't know what i'm talking about because i know i went on a tangent i'm just so upset right now okay quickly definitely want to make sure you hit that subscribe and bell button before anything else so you get notified and all of that good stuff stay tapped in with this channel and what we got going on here i inform you on everything and anything on the anime manga world just saying hit him on twitter a few days ago the author of hajime no Ippo was disrespected immensely by hunter hunter fans and it's not just like oh somebody with a hunter hunter av what they said in particular was outright disrespectful because i'm sure yeah people are excited to she's coming back hunter hunter i'm extremely excited i'm ecstatic right now i ain't gonna lie this is what's making the anime and manga scene kind of exciting for me right now the fact that Togashi is returning this is like a, a god of the pen you know what i'm saying so i get being excited absolutely but when you become a scumbag and decide to disrespect Bet another author because you're excited or you love an author. Nah, fam, that's clown shoes. That's clown stuff, and we gotta call it out because right here, what happened is as follows: some dude that, while his username is above one average, we're gonna say you're definitely below, below average. You're the bottom of the barrel. Like average looks down at you and laughs. Okay, and you're probably like, yo, finnaf, you being a little cruel. Like, what did he do? Well, he decided to on May 30th at 159 a.m. According to where I was when I took the screenshot Tagashi is better than you in a reply to an unrelated post that the author of Hajime no Ippo, George Morikawa was writing like George Morikawa you know he's very active on Twitter he loves to write about different things sometimes I'll be popping into his sessions that he'll have like a Twitter space or whatever like he's a really awesome dude like h- how can you not respect the man that created Hajime no Ippo? so you know he's mind his own business this jackass this dumbass decided hey Tagashi is better than you Tagashi's a great guy whatever but the thing that really made me feel a certain way is because I know what it's like right i've been through certain situations like this where let's just say george murikawa reading that what is he ideally supposed to say right if he responds in any other fashion other than being very extremely humble he looks bad if he was to tell him right now go eat a dick oh well that was uncalled for i think he went a little excessive if he was to tell him something like yo nah i'm just as great as tagashi i'm better than tagashi then of course that's absolutely disrespectful yada yada so he is in a between a rock and a hard place like right now somebody commented on my channel for example like x y and z creator is better than automatically it's gonna make me think like damn so if I respond in any which way this is how they're gonna react if I respond that way this is how they're gonna react so George Morikawa's response is I know it well Basically having to be humble and saying, I know he's better than me. And at the end of the day, George Morikawa has been doing Hajime no Ippo pretty much longer than Tagashi. He's an amazing artist. He has made and inspired so many people for so many different reasons. He's a legend too. And, you know, not to be corny and and quote cold, you know, whatnot, but they act like two legends cannot coexist. These are two literal legends. Straight up, absolutely legends. Legendary. He had to say, I know it well, because if he says anything else, either in Japan Japan, they're gonna look at it a certain way worldwide they're gonna look at it a certain way like sure he probably could have got maybe some internet brownie points of being like yo kiss my ass you know what i'm saying suck my left nut whatever he could have said something really really foul but in japan they're gonna look at him like "Ooh, that was uncalled for despite the fact that no it's completely called for and shout outs to this dude Defar on twitter like yo really really awesome dude he just had to reply in honor of george morikawa it's the first reply i see is shut the fuck up and straight up yo I'm looking at the camera right now you Mr. Below Average I wanna tell you that was wrong like I could really go in right now but I just wanna say that was wrong and anybody that is thinking of doing something like that just imagine if the shoe was on the other foot if you was that guy if you work your ass off if you put 20 hours 13 and whatever the fuck every single day of your life if you did all of that and for some little asswipe to come out of nowhere and say yo (laughs) Greg over there is better than you like yo Tagashi, probably realistically if not my favorite definitely one One of my favorite manga club of all time. Yu Yu Haka show. It inspired the name for Neverworld. crying out All of that good stuff. That is no excuse to be an asshole. Shout out to George Murakawa. For keeping it together. Because it shows what type of person you are. When you're under a little bit of scrutiny. Whatever the case may be. How you react. And he... Reacted like a stand-up guy. I know it well. Shout-outs to you. You're a legend, too. You and Tagashi are awesome. This dude right here, though, you corny. You a clown and just bozo status. We're going to give him... As a matter of fact, we're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. I used to do the segment called the Krusty of the Week Award. Homeboy, below average, you are the Krusty of the Week. Chris, right here, put his little avi and put, like, some little effects, like, woo, like an award. You are the Krusty of the Week, you piece of shit. Oh, I said I wasn't going to go in, but yeah passionate rant in the beginning of Forever news let's get to the next story lads and you know what let's calm it down a little bit with the top 50 best-selling manga of the week courtesy of jose underscore k and looking at 50 through 41, off rip, not many, you know, notable mentions to be honest with you. Like, although I'm like, what the hell? Volume 47, what is that? First of all, I think that's Yaoi. Pause like a motherfucker, but the name, like to be able to get away with a name like that, I I, I don't even want to pronounce this. I'm just going to say the number 47, uh, Tatsumi to Inui. Like, what? I think we're going to just mosey on over to 40 through 31 because that was just a bit much. And uh, yeah. Thirty-eight Tokyo Avengers, Volume 27, 17,852. Still bringing in the numbers. I'm just really, really interested to see will it hit a mil before it leaves or not. A uh, Four Nights of the Apocalypse, Volume 7, 17,000, 69,000 total in 13 days. That is really, really good in my opinion for the Four Nights of the Apocalypse. I, I don't know, uh, in case you missed it, I highly recommend go watch the recent video I did on the Seven Deadly Sins author Nakaba Suzuki. I feel almost obliged to support damn near everything he does right now because if you understand this man's hard work and his come up, and all of the shit that he went through, the living hell for 16 cancellations, 16 cancellations, one more time, 16 cancellations, you would be a fan of his too and you would rock with him. So shout outs to him. I hope he does another 200, 300,000 on this volume alone. Then number 33, One Punch Man, volume 25, 19,000, 000, 000 total. Yo, the One Punch Man controversy lately, some people are saying it's the greatest shit, it's awesome, it's amazing. Some people are saying that it went off the rails. The web comic was just so much better, it, l- it lost so we'll see, I guess. Like, I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up there. Then uh, number 31, Jujutsu Kaisen, volume 19, 20,000, 1.629. Jujutsu Kaisen continuing to power through. Then we got places 30 through 21. At number 27, Chojin X, volume 3, 22,000, bringing in total 66,000, if I'm not mistaken, lads. Yes, it is 66,000. Then we got jumping all the way up to Fire Force. Again, the final volume. Uh, in 13 days, it broke 100,000, 103 very well done again shout outs to Atsushi Okubo man it's gonna be so sad when I'm finally not talking or not finally but when I'm actually not talking about him anymore because it's almost that time with the final volume being released then moving over places 20 through 11 at number 20 My Hero Academia volume 34 30,000 again 609 in total I just can't stress how much I love this cover and interestingly enough I heard that in one of the recent chapters there was mentions once again of this character I wonder if they line things up to have like mentions of what's going to be on the cover in the latest chapters to kind of cross promote that would make a lot of sense and then y'all already know the drill because of the anime is exploding we got spy family volume 2 volume 3 volume 1 all placing 19 18 and 16 then we got blue lock volume 19 at uh number 15 with 33,124 blue lock that's definitely once i get in the mojo thing because realistically i've been saying this a lot for like months now i'm gonna catch up i'm gonna get into this i'm gonna get into that no 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 no. i'm gonna stop saying that and y'all just gonna see because that's another sports one that i really want to get into like it just Sounds good from what people are telling me. So, yeah. Uh, than Spy Family wrapping up at number 11, volume 4, yet again, 39,000. That Spy Family anime is doing wonders. Then we got top 10, top 10, top 10. And just a lot more Spy Family. Well, for starters, 10, Uma Musume, which I think wasn't in number one last week, but now it's at number 10, 40,000, 000, 172,000 000 total. Then we got Spy Family 9, 8, 7, 6, all Spy Family volumes. Then I am very happy to say we got a new Villain Saga volume, volume 26. That cover looks very interesting. Uh, with almost 50,000, pretty much in total in seven days 50,000 man you don't understand i don't care what anyone says farm this farm that fuck your farms i can't wait for vinland saga to return baby oh i'm referring to the anime of course i don't care what it is i need more thorfinn i need more of that whatever it was i need more of it then top three once again spy family latest volume volume nine with 50,000 1.2 million then number two blue period volume 12 87,000 and then number one a very shocking twist but i'm not mad Edit. uh space brothers volume 41 and Thirty Two Thousand. so this week we got space brothers topping it which you rarely see space brothers in. i don't even think i've ever seen and I might be misremembering. Somebody could probably pull it up, but I don't remember ever a Space Brothers volume coming in at number one. But again, I might be totally misremembering or it could just be that it was a soft week and it had the opportunity to blow past the competition. But very, again, interesting top 50. I like when the top 50 isn't just the usual suspects, you know, my hero, Black Clover, One Piece, yada, yada. Switch it up a little bit and this was a fun one. And like I said, people, we may have started this episode off angry, but I got, again, some good news, some loving news because, you know, Shonen Jump has been very rocky. Like 2022, all of the new serializations for the most part been canceled out the magazine we got like what doran dororan that's still waiting in the wings to decide what's gonna happen whatever ashimon out of here Koisuru one piece out of here hunter's the red hood out of here miru rise of the martial artist out of here which oh, were they 2021 i don't remember but either way the last year or so of serializations has just been absolutely awful but it seems like shonen jump may have found their next hit and it's ironic because it's with this sport rakugo which is very like different of anything you've ever seen and i'm just kind of like wow this is fascinating like i was checking out shout out to shonen saito they said shonen jump is getting its first hit of 2022 and that's akane banashi if you still haven't given it a chance do it one of the best mangas in the roster right now and i ain't gonna lie the main character's design Mwah. Whoever the mangaka is, you know how to draw a really, really awesome character design for a main character female. I'm just looking at it right now, like, yo, dog, fire, absolutely fire. And you're probably thinking to yourself, yo, now So we're just supposed to go off this dude shown in Saito telling us that it's a hit? Like, do you have anything to back it up? Come on, dog, it's me. I'm him. I'm that dude. Because we got some Shoseki rankings, which is basically the rankings of the volumes that just came out recently, and in particular, this is the Shoseki Jump volumes that recently came out, and it gives you. An idea of like, hey, okay, this is how this is performing. It doesn't give you the numbers. We'll get the numbers probably by the end of the week for these volumes. But it gives us in a little bit of insight into what's happening right here. And for June 3rd, the first day of Shoseki counting, right? You got Blue Lock at number two. Very, 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 very good for that series. Like, holy cow. I'm kind of shocked to even say Blue Lock number two. Blue Lock number two. another the sleeper, it's coming. It's a romance sports series, if I'm not mistaken. Then number three, Sakamoto Days. My guy, Sakamoto. Again, oh, wow. This is even more positive than I thought I was coming in. I'm just like here to big up Akanibanashi, but okay blue lock sakamoto days number four elusive samurai I don't know yo D- don't lock down Yuki Kawaguchi too long. If you know, you know. Let let him live. Let him get his feet going. I'm watching you, uh, you-, you say Matsui. I'm looking at you. And by the way, yeah, here's my eyes before people say, yo, uh, why are you wearing shades in the daytime, bro? Because I want to, lad. Witch Watch at number eight. Whatevs. But then, this was the very pleasant shocker that shows that Shonen Jump got a new hit. For starters, I just, I love this character's design. Absolutely amazing. Akane coming in at number 11 in day one of the Shoseki rankings out doing something that's been in the magazine for quite some time and forgive me if I'm wrong but I believe it's battle series Yozakura family like Akanebanashi, day one outdid Yozakura family outdid me and Roboko that me and Roboko just got an anime some people are like eh whatever me and Roboko isn't a big seller Outdid did Magu-chan Outdid Ayashimon Earth Child High School Family. Isn't High School Family still in the magazine or has it got canceled yet? I don't even know. And Doron Dororong at number 77, volume 2, just absolutely horrible. And Shugomaru 202. Yeah, they wiped their ass for Shugomaru and threw that shit in the woods like a bear. Like it, it, it was awful. But I say all that to say that Akanebanashi outsold multiple series that have been in the magazine for a while and have established fan bases and it has a really really awesome design for its mc and i have no idea what the hell rakugo is but i'm very very excited that hey it sounds good people are telling me it's a good series it's doing good day one in the shoseki rankings it's outperforming other series that have been established already in the magazine like i, I can't hate on it now day two a little bit of a different story it, it dropped slightly in terms of now it's number 33 and a few of those other big dogs kind of just outranked it slightly but again that's massive fan bases that they uh, should ideally have accumulated of being in magazines so long. This is volume one compared to like me and Roboco. What volume is that? Volume eight for me and Roboco volume 13 for Yozaku, family. Like these all series I've been in, the ma- this is volume one and it's only slightly behind me and Roboco and Yozaku, family on day two, day one, it outdid them. So imagine what it's going to be like as it continues to rise. And again, just, Mwah! I'm I'm going to go read Akanabanashi as soon as I turn this camera off. And if I don't, I probably gonna do nothing but be sad about me lying here because i'm i want to read it will i read it find out next time on dragon ball for Nev. bleach fans i got more good news for you bleach fans i got more positivity to pump through to your veins bruh because y'all already know thousand of blood War is coming in, in october so you're probably thinking like yo do they got anything ready like how far are they into imp- you know production like this is a big deal thousand blood war bleach people been waiting 10 years for this shit what's going on fam well according to recent leaks uh, it says here bleach anime voice recording has started I believe there was some sort of leak out there that showed that like one of the cast members had like a script or something for the thousand year blood war which would make sense like yo dog if we're now in june as of the recording of this video we're, we're a few months away july august september october we're four months away from the big anime season that we've been waiting pretty much all freaking year for where we're gonna have bleach chainsaw man you name it it's gonna be there hell's paradise i don't even know how i'm gonna be able to handle this like yo i gotta ask right here please flood my comments with letting me know how do i handle creating content content for all of those things like oh i got a few ideas look out for them but yeah people that means like right now they're doing voices so so that's a very good thing to hear because that means that they have footage already right it's like in japan it's not like america like america we for cartoons for example we record our voices they ship it overseas they animate around the voices and then boom however in japan they do it like a stage play they got the animation in front of them they got the actors with the scripts and they dub into there because in japan they never really were like fickle and they still to this point don't really care too much about exactly Exactly meeting the mouth flaps while over here in the u.s and the west and all around the world a lot of people are like nah it better flap exactly even though even real world like if you really pay attention to footage and shit like that sometimes mouth flaps don't go exactly with even real people so yeah but i say all that to say that it's a good thing that if they doing this now that means that they already have footage that means that there's already episodes probably made pre-production post-production all sorts of stuff this is a good thing that they might have episodes done and ready to go opposed to like some tragedy productions where sometimes you know often Times, actually not even sometimes they are handing in the episode as it's supposed to air it's like here you go hurry we, we, we made it and they're grabbing the tape and running and putting it in immediately into the tv for the world like uh, oftentimes that's the reality for a big anime production if they're doing this then it's safe to say that bleach is going to meet our expectations quality wise so i'm excited for it man been a long time coming shout out to Tai Kubo this is the the new era for Kubo and whatever comes from it I'm looking forward to it not to mention like yo dog he also got Burn the Witch waiting in the wings I almost feel like he's gonna use Bleach as a launch pad to really blow up either a Bleach Z or Burn the Witch because he put Burn the Witch on pause for the moment but it's a new IP new contracts just so many good things for Bleach Tai Kubo and everybody that's into this whole verse it's kind of crazy now I think about it Kubo is creating his own multiverse as well kind of like me in case you don't know I got the Multiverse, the Feneververse, anywhere from the new podcast I created with my bros to Fenever Always Wins the gaming channel, Fenever the Fuck I Wanna Pickups and Discussions Videos, uh Fenever News, it's a separate channel. We got a lot going on. So create your own universe if you want it. Then we got big news for Dragon Ball fans. In particular, if you're excited about the upcoming film, the Dragon Ball Super Superhero film that has been all over the place at this point. Plastered. Well, we got a release date for the West, which is very interesting. It's gonna pretty much uh well, I, I got the date here, and we also got new trailers. It says here here to poster lists Dragon Ball Super superhero film opening in the U.S. on August 19. A theater poster for Dragon Ball Super Superhero is listing that the anime film will open in the US theaters on August 19th. Twitter user Trickle the Tm posted a picture of the poster on Saturday. It was on display at the AMC Nashamini 24 Theater in Bensalem, Pennsylvania. But yeah, uh, just looking at it, holy cow. I- I- is it legit or are we being trolled? I don't know. Crunchyroll and Sony Pictures previously announced the film will screen in theaters worldwide this summer starting in August, but an exact date was still on the wraps. The summer screenings will include both the original japanese audio with subtitles and with the dub the company will distribute the film in all continents including north america latin america europe australia slash new zealand africa Al the middle east and asia excluding japan crunch roll describes the film we're not gonna even go into that because also there's new trailers has been released that says piccolo goes undercover and dragon ball super superhero teaser yo what is it first that terrible matrix resurrections film starts off with morpheus being a freaking agent and having to break free and now piccolo is a cop too what are we doing here fam if you know you know this is crazy we're just a week away from the june 11 japanese opening of dragon ball super superheroes anime film so a new teaser is here to keep the hype train rolling like the last one this is super brief but we get some nice expressions cut of piccolo in the short time we spent with him in disguise and based on the new trailers i've seen a lot of different stuff within the trailers you got like a scene of piccolo and gohan in a room together now we got piccolo is basically turning into 12 what happened dog you folded piccolo folded oh no <laughs> or maybe he just decided you know what i think i'm gonna do the right thing lad blue or red Blue or red? Blue or red? You decide. Yeah, people, we, we go deep. If you know, you know. I'm going to keep on saying it. It is what it is. It's like there's two different shows as you're watching this right now. My Hero Academia fans, in case you don't know, they said a while ago, like, yo, no more movies. World Heroes Mission, that's going to be the end. Then all of a sudden, they were like, ah, scratch that. There was a leak. Ten years, ten movies. A movie every freaking year. And then this summer, they announced, like, oh, no no movies. They, they, they're not doing no movies. Then all of a sudden, like, oh, we're, we're, we're not doing movies because we're doing OVAs that just so happen to be airing in theaters so wait a minute you're putting some animation that is intended for theaters in theaters but they're not movies they're original video animation sugoi desu ka yoroshiku boku no hero academia my hero academia's original net anime reveals two key visuals for the second episode two episode special anime pre-screens in theaters from june 16th to june 19th and will stream online this summer afterwards so they're doing a little bit of an exclusive i guess release for this one where it's like hey it's not exactly that we're going into theaters per se or whatever because it's going to be a limited run but ultimately it's probably contractually that whole thing of 10 years to movies that they have to meet some type of quota and that's probably what it is they probably realize like fans are sick to death of you ruining the experience of the tv anime in favor of films not to mention that this is supposed to be the best season of my hero academia coming up so they're like we'll just do this little thing so we can meet our contractual obligations of putting something in theaters but bro it's not movie time right now it's anime time it's tv anime time because this could make a break like if this blows up this could turn into like the marine Fort of my hero and then all of a sudden my hero could go into its you know time skip new world so to speak like One Piece if it doesn't then Horakoshi will probably be cemented in ending the manga assuming that he's not cemented in it in already because there's still that possibility that he's looking at it as yo a time skip will change everything maybe he would want to we gotta wait and see oh we know that he's trying to reach a conclusion by the end of this year early next year it could mean that he's trying to reach a conclusion for this portion and we're gonna get again My Hero Academia 2 with Deku being the new all might and, and passing on one for all and also some quick but unfortunate updates for the manga My Hero Academia will be on break weekly Shonen Jump issue number 28 series resumes in issue number 29 as scheduled so if you listen to this week's or latest stuff with My Hero unfortunately there's no chapter the following issue which I I know a lot of people are like yo Fennep where's the reviews what's going on If in case you missed it when Black Clover returns you guys will get a whole new way of uh, experiencing manga reviews or somebody talking about manga chapters per se until then yeah I'll I'll get to it fam I will just want to give a quick nod to Wit Studio because Wit Studio the people that did the first three seasons of attack on titan they're co-producing spy family they did venland saga well season one season two now is with MAPPA. but uh, wit studio's 10th anniversary exhibition will be held it's called wit studio 10th aim higher and they want to make better animation with everyone who supports them that's tetsuya nakatake which i want to say he's one of the big animators there and just this poster is really awesome it got some of the big iconic characters from studio wit including the main character ranking of kings boji you got anya from spy family you got quite a few little uh gems in here but yeah shout out to wit studio they've done a lot of really awesome work over the years it's sad that they can't include like attack on titan or anything anymore because Mopa is just like robbing the industry of all of the talent and all the great stuff although i'm not trying to say that those aren't great because ranking of kings i've been like all week thinking about ranking of kings and i finished that shit months ago and before we wrap up i wanted to say that there is definitely some drama miscommunication something there with the artist of dr stone because in case you don't know dr stone's artist boichi he did dr stone with his co-creator Richie inagaki and they finished dr stone before that he had his own series if i'm not mistaken was it sunken rock like you know he's been doing his thing from time to time boichi and then recently he started a new manga and another publication and had to end it for sad reasons this was just fairly recently yet he's working on now another series but he just ended one for sad reasons could it very well be that the sad reasons was nah you want to leave jump you want to leave shueisha that's fine you're not going to our direct competitor kodansha that's what you're not going to do we're going to hit you with the and desist and injunction whatever it takes to stop you because now all of a sudden boichi he went from leaving jump and going to a weekly shonen magazine and now he's with webtoons dr stone's boichi launches new webtoon series with shin angyo on she's inwa yoon line digital frontier announced on friday that boichi will launch a new webtoon series with writer inwa yoon defense devil island shin angyo on on the line manga app in mid 2023 this art right here looks freaking amazing the new work is titled super string and is tied into korean company y lab super string ip which features characters from different y lab works in one universe the ip focuses on manhwa but also includes films musicals live action works and games the new webtoon will center on one young man's story of protecting his family and fighting alone in the story heroes from various dimensions come to earth and fight a war and it just kind of makes me think like yo so he left jump or seemingly went to kodansha had to cancel and i don't know is there beef there let me know okay people so i was in the middle doing something totally unrelated. I was recording some music and I was like, oh my God, hold on, I just got this alert. Nah, gotta turn off artist brain and come back to YouTube reporter brain because make sure you subscribe and hit that bell to get all notifications so I can notify you when One Piece returns. This is huge, this is humongous. Of course, you can tell by the title that One Piece fans are not about to be happy. Not that they've been recently from what I hear. I hear like the manga hasn't been the most satisfying for a lot of people, I don't know. I'm gonna eventually catch up and talk about it, which this is probably the best opportunity for for me to talk about it because breaking news people according to Eiichiro Oda in the latest issue of Weekly Shonen Jump but I also think this isn't a leak I think this has been already officially revealed One Piece will be on break between Jump issues 30 through 33 which is essentially one month a full month of no One Piece manga due to the preparations for the upcoming arc a trip to the U.S. for Netflix's TV drama and film Red later Oda gave up to the trip due to COVID-19 spreading Oda's drawing for Red and Uta's V will be out tomorrow so essentially no one piece for a month a lot of it is probably due to preparations for that live action which i've seen they've been doing a lot more cast announcements and they had like a whole bunch of stuff but i don't really know a lot of people the the streets are saying that they are (laughs) not too enthusiastic about that one piece live action but either way that is kind of crazy because like live action stuff is happening they're gonna take a month off of the manga i think maybe there's a little bit more to it because notice how black clover just took this three month hiatus that we're still in the middle of jujutsu kaisen not that long ago had a pretty decent hiatus and now one piece is taking a Month off. What the heck is going on in Shonen Jump? It's almost as if like the freaking magazine and the publishing company is burning or some shit. Like honestly, since I've been doing this, besides when series are going into their final arc like Bleach and Naruto, in particular Bleach, I remember there was like a few months off that Kubo took. For the most part, manga rarely take long stretches of breaks because it pretty much breaks the routine that the readers have and will cost readers. So it's going to be very interesting to see how Oda brings everyone back in with the next chapter back. I'd imagine it's not that difficult for an as big as One Piece considering the fact that all you need is like one huge viral moment for people to be like oh my god One Piece is back like you know the very next shop that he shows and all of a sudden boom a Sabo or boom or whatever the heck's going on in the manga right now that'll be a way to get people to come in but yeah a huge huge breaking story as of right now One Piece going on a full month break from issues 30 through 33 and I I just feel like that's such a dirty trade off like really for for, for the live action like yo I'm cool with Film Red Oda working on Film Red and all that stuff absolutely and stuff before for the live action i think maybe the best thing out of all of this is that oda gets the break that's what i'm happy for that oda is getting a nice month break i mean he's going to be working on stuff on film red but it's probably more so just going to be a nice break for oda and he deserves it this dude goes freaking heavy and hardcore with this stuff but yeah one piece fans i am dying to know how y'all feeling right now considering like i'm not caught up so i can't really say like is this a good time for oda to go and you know with one piece for a month off is this terrible like things aren't going right as it is and what is Oda doing how do you feel about this do you feel like it also makes it feel more endgame like the fact that hey we're having a you know big break like this which is damn near unheard of with one piece you know Oda will take a week sometimes it'll be golden weeks so it'll be two but a full month with no one piece Things is about to get spicy as we move forward into this next generation of Shonen Jump. And I'm looking forward to experiencing it with all of you guys. (laughs) Berserk is returning, dog. What? Definitely hit that subscribe and that bell so you don't miss out. Because I'm going to update you guys as soon as it comes out. I thought this would never happen. I thought we would never see the day. I thought it was Dunzo. I thought it was Kapootz. For the Berserk series, but fam, what this is about to do between the fandom is about to be split, I'm sure, between everybody going crazy, happy. Sad uh, In between, like, this is about to be absolutely nuts because, yo, dog, what just happened? One Piece is going on a month break. Black Clover went on a three-month break. And Berserk is returning, people. But nani sore? In case you don't know, I want to say a year to two around this time. Maybe it was, like, May of 2021 that we found out that we lost the late, great Kentaro Miura, the author of the legendary, iconic, godlike, one of the greatest pieces of literature out there. Berserk, it's a freaking amazing series. You know, it's one of the greatest out there. And we lost the author. Um, You know, he was dealing with health issues for a long time. I believe it was due to his heart. Terrible situation. And a lot of us thought, you know, it might be over. They released that final chapter that he was working on. And, you know, there was tears all around but uh, according to this big announcement seemingly berserk is returning it says here berserk by kentaro miura will resume in the upcoming young animal issue 13 out 2022 june 24th and art will be by studio gaga those are the people that pretty much were doing the art for the i, I want to say it was the other series that kentaro miura was working on they were pretty much like in charge of all of that stuff they were getting down his art style and whatnot and then the supervisor will be koji mori he's a mangaka and from the next issue they'll be focusing on first publishing six chapters until the end of the fantasia arc slash elf island chapter after this they'll be starting a new arc this is absolutely freaking nuts though. berserk is actually coming back i gotta i have to absolutely ask it would not be me if i didn't ask you guys right now how do you feel about this do you think that this is the smart move do you think they should have just left it alone because now we don't have like there's a valid point that's going to be had of maybe they should have just left it alone because kentaro miura is not around now granted i'm sure kentaro miura because he was dealing with these health issues for a while and because this was his life's work you know he worked on this manga for however many years 30 years something crazy you know he was going for a very long time 40 years something wild i don't even remember it was like the 80s i think berserk started and i'm sure he would have left a blueprint behind but is that enough considering the fact that like you know for example not that they're the same by any means but like dragon ball a lot of people say that dragon ball super because it's really just toriyama handing in drafts from time to time the time that it's not the greatest thing in the world and people don't like it The same could happen with Berserk. So, I'm definitely very interested in you guys' opinions on this. Are you for it? Yay? Nay? You think they're going to be able to get it down? Honestly, I'm going to walk into it expecting exactly what to expect of, hey, the art style isn't going to be exactly the same. Hey, you're going to see noticeable differences. It's not going to be like Kentaro Mira. Like, Kentaro Mira is gone. Like, you know, the creator of Berserk has passed away now. So, don't expect to get exactly Berserk. But, if they can at the very least nail it. If we know for sure that Kentaro Mira left behind this blueprint that they're now producing. I'm gonna try my best to be open-minded simply because I do wanna see it end. I do wanna see a proper conclusion where either somebody gets their revenge, something like, we need answers. It's been a long time and it's so freaking bizarre to me that literally yesterday i was thinking to myself i wonder if berserk is ever gonna end man so it's really over you know i was literally having this thought to myself and then boom asking you shall receive june 24th berserk returning with studio gaga at the helm alongside kojimori this mangaka i don't i don't even know a, a part of me feels excited a part of me is worried we gotta wait and see we gotta start off get the negativity out the way first so we could prosper with the rest of this video because we got a lot of huge insane news but in particular some negativity now in case you ain't hear about it it was a few days ago that it was announced that One Piece's manga will be going on a break it will be going on a massive break for the series considering the fact that usually at most it's one week two weeks or whatnot but this one announced that it's going on a full month's break after I want to say if not next chapter the following chapter for many different reasons they kind of added a whole bunch of different things like first it was so Oda could do something but then he didn't want to go because of COVID so it was a million reasons why Oda Ultimately, they announce this thing, but I personally think for starters that potentially there's some marketing games behind it of, hey, uh, what would happen if we was to take One Piece and make it a monthly manga? Now, I know a lot of people are like, oh, why would they ever do that? Because it makes it more impactful. Just imagine with One Piece right now, One Piece manga pretty much trends every freaking week whenever a chapter drops. Now, imagine you take that fandom that is hungry so badly every freaking week for a manga and they make it a monthly event. Once a month, you get to nerd out for 40 to 50 pages of One Piece. That would be a big deal. Now, is that going to happen? Who the hell knows, not something that's been hinted or whatnot, but definitely feels like there are some games being played. But then we got this big announcement that is like, oh, God, it's finally that day. Naysayers have been saying it's not going to happen. But yeah, One Piece is ending. One Piece is ending ending, people. Holy cow. Never thought I'd freaking see the day, but I'm here to tell you guys that Eichiro Oda's manga's days are officially numbered. One Piece manga confirms entrance into the final act. Earlier this week, the official One Piece Twitter account revealed that Eichiro Oda's epic tale will be taking a one-month break from June 27th to July 25th. Today, the account confirmed that One Piece will be sailing into its final act when it returns. Oda created a poster for the announcement with the words to the final chapter on it, and it's a silhouette of luffy putting on the straw hat with some red text under it and it says back in august 2020 in an interview with japanese megaband arashi oda revealed one piece had only four or five years left with the finale solidified in september 2021 an advertisement for the series quoted Oda saying that the story is in its final stage earlier this week oda stated that he needed four weeks to steady his breath as he works on the final act of the one piece voyage and off rip you gotta look at it like yo what like I'm gonna ask you off rip how many years do you think we got left now now that that's been solidified considering it's been four or five more years for like at least eight or nine years how many more years do you think we're gonna have left with this I'm gonna say right here I think there's a possibility that it could be done in three and I know you're probably thinking like Feneb you bugging out you no 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 no, no. you gotta stop this right now well for starters honestly let's think about it like Wano just wrapped up right so boom we got Wano out the way what's been left that's been set up there's still you know. The war, there's still Vegapunk, there's still Elboth, and whatnot. And what if Oda decided, okay, so this is the final chapter, this is the final act in terms of everything moving forward is going to be one thing after another. There will not be any more downtime after this big break. Like, imagine we could go straight from Wano, boom jump into Elboff and then Elboff could lead into something else kind of like what happened with Water 7 and Eni's Lobby where it was just like one event after the other leading into Impel Down and whatnot that very well could be the case and yeah a lot can get done if Oda decides to do it at a little bit of a quicker pace not necessarily that it's going to be astronomically fast on some like I don't know Black Clover or anything like that but I think we could get to Elboff he could if he wants to decide to make it only like a 30 or so 40 maybe a chapter type of thing even shorter than that he can make it like kind A Zoe in a way. I get it that there's been a lot of buildup and setup, but what if they get to Elbaf and there's no reason really to be there for that long because there's not many people there or it leads into, again, they're they're at Elbaf. They got to go somewhere else now because of X, Y, Z reasons. And that kind of just solves like, hey, we got to Elbaf. We saw the Giants. We saw that it's weird. Like, yeah. And it's just kind of crazy that the realization that the series that I've been following for a bajillion freaking years now is actually coming to an end. It's been announced. Like, again, we've heard so many times like, you know, oh, I'm going to give it this amount of time. That amount of time, this is the first time we got a big break that says no, we're entering the final act, final chapter. So, I'm, I'm happy for Oda, I'm gonna be honest with you. And I know probably not many people are this isn't gonna be their first thought that they jump out to. I'm really happy for Oda that this task that he has had on his shoulders for a long time by all of the higher ups from Shueisha showing a jump, etc., etc., of making One Piece is almost coming to an end. His journey of working and enslaving himself damn near for this story is finally, you know, counting down to the ending. And thank God, Oda deserves as a human being to be happy and live a normal life so I'm happy for oda I'm happy that the fans are gonna potentially seek conclusion rather sooner than later and in general I'm really excited to get most of the answers I don't think we'll get all the answers I'm gonna be honest with you I think there's going to be a few at the very least plot threads that are going to be left around there for two piece or one piece and a half whatever it's going to be the inevitable luffy son or grandchild or whatever that's going to need legs to kind of grow into its own thing and how do you do that you leave a Few plot threads that maybe they are not the most important. Maybe it's like we see Vegapunk, but we really don't dive into him as much as people would like because it's going to get full on addressed in a sequel that is going to happen because there's just too much freaking money in it. But again, I'm curious do you think that One Piece is going to be here for three more years, four more years, five more years? Also, would you be cool with it going monthly if it did, as long as it's still going to keep on like it's going to end in three months, but it's just more impactful now? And do you think that's going to help out the series? Like, what's your whole stance on it? Then, something that I wanted to address because I find it to be a very big deal not just for anime and manga but people in general because one of the big things of why I kind of was just like man anime expo I don't know what the heck is going on over there is because for the longest time they're talking about like yo you need to be vaccinated blah 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 not that I'm anti-vax or pro-vax I'm just saying that it's just been one thing after another because now we got this big information that anime expo 2022 no longer requires proof of COVID-19 vaccination or negative tests so if you were one of the people that I'm sure there were people that did it of a hey, yo anime expo is telling us that we need to be vaccinated to go inside there and you got vaccinated for anime expo first of all if you were going to get vaccinated you should have did it to protect your family or for yourself or you know just whatever the case may be not hey i want to go to an anime convention but if you did get the jab for the expo they said hey and uh yeah, nah, don't worry about it fam just come through which considering the fact that we're not officially announced out of the pandemic i wonder how that's gonna go like if you know shit starts flying everywhere uh, are anime expo gonna be held live for it considering the fact that you're pushing this that nobody needs to be vaccinated now it, and it's kind of crazy because if i'm not mistaken anime expo again la like la has been very heavy with all of that stuff so to see that they're like eh, come through now i'm like well whenever you guys invite me as a guest and whatnot for where i deserve to be i'll be there until then i think i'm good i think i might and again i want to stress that that is not pro or against vaccinations because people take that any which way that they want to i'm just saying that there's too much back and forth about it and i'm not all that interested at the moment right now of going anyway unless they're going to bring me out there unless they're going to put me in my rightful spot as being like a guest or something and that's not being cocky that's just it is what it is know your worth fam while we're on the topic of anime expo let's run through a few different things for starters there's going to be some premieres that are going to be going down at anime expo it says here crunchyroll licenses reveals anime expo premieres for my hero academia season 5's OBA, shine on bakumatsu bad boys smile of Ars notoria anime crunchyroll a an- Announced on Tuesday that it has licensed the following anime and will premiere them at this year's Anime Expo event. Several anime will have world premieres debuting before the Japanese release. The newly licensed anime and their premiere dates at Anime Expo include My Hero Season 5's OVAs, which that's the one that we talked about that it's pretty much like damn near movies because they're putting them in theaters over there. So they'll be in theaters over there in Japan, but if you want to see it over here, it'll be at Anime Expo and I keep it a buck with you. I'm not enthusiastic about it. I don't really care because it's first of all attached to it's the Season 5 five OBAs, and I ain't gonna lie, I'm sad with the season five. Just, it is what it is. I, I I'm so disappointed with what they did with season five. Let's just go to season six already, please. Then, like I said, Shine On, Bakumatsu, Bad Boys, Smile of Ars Notoria, and then one that I know a lot of you guys, or a couple that I know a lot of you guys are gonna be excited about is, apparently, they're doing a big premiere of Classroom of the Elite season two, July 3rd, and the first episode of Blue Lock will also premiere July 2nd over there as well, and that's pretty freaking awesome. Honestly, it's like, if I was going for Anime Expo... I guess I, I probably blue lock would be the one that I would really want to go see I mean the my hero OVAS, you know give or take maybe it'd be fun to watch with some friends or whatever But they're OVAs and you know even the movies half the time, you know You don't know what you're gonna get But OVAS is like eh. And one more thing regarding anime expo apparently chainsaw man's anime panel has been announced for anime expo by Crunchyroll on July 4th Now, let me calm down because I'm not even gonna lie when I first heard that. I was like, oh my god, let's go But then I was thinking, well, what are they going to do here? What are they going to announce? It's not like it's saying that they're going to premiere episode one or anything like that. Because if they were premiering episode one, that would be the big reason for me personally to say, oh, no, 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 I got to go to Anime Expo. Like, if they're premiering the Chainsaw Man anime there, nah, I got to go there. But it's not saying that. So I'm guessing either potentially we could get a new trailer with a new piece of animation or more than likely they're probably going to replay that same fucking trailer that they've been playing for like a year plus now, probably announce the English dub voice actors via that trailer and say hey we have it which we already know that i'm guessing that that's what it's going to be maybe it could be something better than that i hope it'd be something better than that like yo you got the whole world by storm at that point you had anime expo it's july put out a new trailer for chainsaw man show us what the actual anime is going to look like because in case you don't know the trailer that we've seen a chainsaw man a hundred thousand times that's a pre-render that wasn't like they're knee deep in production or anything like that that was hey here's this budget which if i'm not mistaken it was like a disgustingly two dollar really fucking horrible budget but hey here's this budget Make this trailer right now. That's all we need you to do. Don't make the anime nothing. Just make a beautiful trailer. And that's what we got. And I'm hoping that when we get the full on. Okay here's the real anime. That it looks just as good. If not better. Because the 3D CG has me so freaking worried. For Chainsaw Man. In particular for when Denji turns into Chainsaw Man. That's what has me a little bit worried. Unless uh, I don't know. We got to see. But yeah there's going to be a Chainsaw Man thing there at Anime Expo. Am I excited? (sighs) Considering it's not talking about anything new. And if it's a trailer or something. Or if it's like dub announcements. Like dog I can catch that. The crib, but what am I going to go all the way over there for that? Like, if I'm going to go to LA, I'm going to go, which I am going to be in LA soon. I'm going to go for like big and important reasons to me. Not that that's not important in general, because to some people that is important to them. For me, either it's like, yo, you're going to fly me out for, or I'm going to go out there as a guest, or I got other business to handle that I'll be over there for anyways. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. So yeah, just to pin the whole Anime Expo, all the announcements and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Then it's been a good minute since... I heard of these creators and what they've been up to in case you don't know. As a matter of fact, let me tell you something. Whenever people ask me to recommend an anime that like anybody could watch or something like that, for whatever reason, this one is the one that immediately pops in my mind. Now, mind you, I might change my answer because some people are going to be like, really? Uh, but it's always the one that pops into my mind because one, I love the manga. The manga is godlike. And two, the anime was a really dope experience despite the fact that it didn't finish the story and it went into a little bit of filler. But I really loved it. And I'm talking about Dead Dog Man Dead Man Wonderland. In case you don't know, the creators of Dead Man Wonderland, they tried their hand a few years back. I want to say it was like maybe 2015. They tried to come with Smoking Parade or Smoke Parade, something like that. It didn't take off for whatever reason. I think around that time, Fire Force started and stuff like that. So like other series were stealing the spotlight, so to speak. But they tried their hand at coming back after Dead Man Wonderland with that one. Uh, Recently, they wrapped up. I want to say maybe within the last year or so, it came to a close. We talked about it here on Forever News. And then now it says Dead Man Wonderland creators Jensei Kataoka and Kazuma Kondo will start a new Kyoto-set battle action manga series titled Retropolis Scratch in Besatsu Shonen Magazine 8 out July 7th, 2022. And it is real interesting to see that they're going to Besatsu. Now I can't remember if their previous works were in Besatsu Shonen magazine, but I say all that to say that Attack on Titan leaving that magazine has left a blow. Like they came immediately and they were like, yo, get that uh, Shinobu Otaka woman that was actually serialized in Shogakugan, which in case you don't know who Shinobu Otaka, that's the author of Magi. Magi the Labyrinth of Magic. Very amazing story. They brought her into Besatsu. Then they were like, yo, that's not enough because her new series is tanking orient. They were like, okay, let Let's get the creators of Deadman Man Wonderland. And that's what we got here with this one. Whatever it is, I'm not even gonna lie. A battle action series, I'm down for it. Dead Man Wonderland was fire. Oh my God. And Smoke Parade, I remember I read like the first chapter or two. It was shocking as hell and crazy. I hope that with this one, they get another hit. Because Deadman Man Wonderland was so freaking amazing. I loved it. Especially the manga, the Wretched Egg, Ganta Igarashi. Like, I'm ready for more from this duo. They they make some great stuff. And hopefully this time around, they could get a hit. Because Deadman Man Wonderland was fire. Smoke Parade kind of Hank. Let's see what happens here. And in some more good news, because, you know, it was a little bit of doom and gloom in One Piece, we got a little more updates on One Piece film Red, and I'm not even gonna lie, I'm mad excited for this film now. Like, of everything out there, like, I actually started warming up to Dragon Ball Super superhero. This isn't to, you know, appease anybody. Y'all know I stand on my shit when I stand on it. I'm I'm not a fan of 3D or whatnot. But there's something about me understanding where they're taking the Dragon Ball franchise moving forward that I'm not too against anymore. Maybe in a different video I'll talk about it, but the reason I brought that up is because it's between that and One Piece Film Red of like the films coming out that I'd be excited for. And I'm way more still excited for Film Red. But here we got a new trailer. And it says here, One Piece Film Red anime reveals trailer, cast, theme song, Uta project, and a poster by Oda. A live stream event for the upcoming One Piece Film Red anime revealed on Wednesday. A new trailer, two cast members, film, theme song, artist, the Uta project, and a new poster visual drawn by creator Eiichiro Oda. And I loved how, because I checked out the trailer. In the trailer, it was fire to see that Luffy already knew about Uta. He, he was like oh yeah that's because this is shanks's daughter and the whole crowd went crazy and it's like has luffy known this all along also please can we make uta canon if that's the case come on dog if that's shanks's daughter she needs to be canon this is important so i really really hope that they treat this canonical and we could even possibly see her in the manga like yes please and the poster that oda drew of shanks luffy and uta one piece film red a6 i'm not even gonna lie this is freaking amazing like this film i think it's going to be better than stampede i'm i don't i got a strong suspicion that they recognize that some fans weren't big fans of stampede i like stampede but um I'm, I'm hoping that this really takes it back to film z film z was the best one piece film thus far i want more of that feel and it could be especially got shanks involved and also once again i gotta stress shanks better be in this movie more than like five minute cameos once in a blue like i really want if that's shanks's daughter this is film red shanks baby we, he better be like mad relevant not just hey i'm here and also based on some leaks that have come out little trailers and whatnot luffy and shanks's daughter were apparently childhood friends and there's a little clip right here a little picture i see of luffy and i think this is from trailer as a child next to uta as a child so luffy's known about her for a long time again this needs to be canon like unless this is a fever dream a dream sequence film or something like that please this is this is awesome it would also explain a few things of the relationship between luffy and shanks as well considering like if shanks has a daughter like yeah although i guess you'd argue why he never mentioned his daughter if all this time like clearly this has been added after After the fact. But still a cool idea. And I'm I'm here for it. I can't wait for this next One Piece movie. Let's throw this one in the rumor pile. We got actually two that we're going to throw in the rumor pile. This one is probably more substantial than the other one. But it says here. Trigun is getting a new anime adaptation. An official announcement. And more info will be coming very soon. And I saw this post had like 11,000 likes. Now granted. It could very well be. Well 11 at the time I saw this. Uh, It could very well be that. Hey. um, You know. It just. uh, uh, Some guy named Chris said this. (laughs) You know what I'm saying. Like some guy named Chris on the internet. Decided Trigun is getting a new anime or it could actually be that this is just like these leakers that get this information and i'm gonna be honest with you like i would be a hypocrite to say that a i don't want it to return the old anime is fine considering the fact that i would love a yu yu Hakusho anime and yu yu Hakusho's anime is also fine but Trigun, i don't know i guess i'm gonna have to wait and see if they do it right also I, is it based off source material or was Trigun an anime original because if it's based off source material then this means that we could get a f- more faithful adaptation i'd imagine because i don't know i don't think Trigun adapted whatever it did back in the days they weren't concerned about about. we got to adapt all the source material they would just like make an anime that's going to make money and move on to the next shit like y- you might not even get a season two so again keep this one with a grain of salt for now but a trigon anime with today's animation doesn't sound that bad either like i love Trigun. like i i have somewhere i had to take it apart because it started to get messed up but a giant freaking vash the stampede statue it's like a huge freaking statue probably seen in some of my older videos a few years back but yeah i rock with Trigun. so we'll see what happens if this is good it'll be great because Trigun itself was freaking awesome Although, I don't know, man. They could botch it at the same time. Hopefully, it's not like, like one of those Netflix things. Like, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fans, we're still waiting for Stone Ocean after only getting a little batch. Like, I'm not digging that. It's starting to be like, oh my god, just give it already. And as I stated about another rumor pile related thing, uh, this has been back and forth. I don't know if this is like the companies that they're just pushing this to keep the thing relevant because every other month, it's like, hey, official announcement, guys. Solo leveling is getting anime. Like, I reported on this at least two or three times by now about solo leveling getting an anime. And once again, and it's making its rounds. Solo Leveling will be getting an anime adaptation, Aniplex X Crunchyroll, Studio A1 Pictures, and the announcement should be next month, July. And again, we've been hearing this for a long time. I don't even know, has there actually been an official Solo Leveling anime announcement or are they yanking our chain? Part of me feels like because the manhwa webtoon ended, they are using this as a tactic to keep it alive. Like every few months, hey, did you know that Solo Leveling is getting an anime? Hey, it's breaking news. Solo- we fucking know already. It's getting an anime or not, whatever. But yeah people <laughs> another one for the rumor pile solo leveling getting an A1 pictures and I ain't gonna lie A1 pictures would be fire considering like if you watch Sword Art Online or Magi the Labyrinth the Magic A1 pictures they know how to put their foot into it for art and animation quality okay next people in case you don't know Vinland Saga season two has a new trailer that is out I will have some of the visuals here so you guys can see it on the screen and I ain't even gonna lie it, it freaking looks fire but in a different light because keeping it real a lot of what fans warned about like it's about farms and stuff like that was very prevalent in the trailer a lot of new faces in the trailer I, i'm not familiar with like you see thorfinn in there and then you see it looks like thorfinn older and a couple of other characters but for the most part it's like a lot of new faces uh art and animation definitely standing up so that's a really good thing it's holding up right there but the thing that i took away from it that i thought was fire was the philosophies and the poetry of it like it looks like this is going to get really deep and complex um in, in a different light like it's not going to rely on battles which don't get me wrong villain saga season one i called it a class classic already like that is a modern day classic anime and the action definitely helped support that but i think that this is going to be the biggest test of fandom of hey if it's not going to be battle action heavy right with this upcoming season it's going to be more so farm life and really just thorfinn understanding himself and who he is and what he wants to be uh, i think it could still be great i'm not gonna be holding against it like you better have more action like oscar and everything that went down in season one was more than enough for me to say okay we're going in a different direction let's see where it goes I i love Villain Saga and I think that they're gonna get it done and I'm just so glad that Studio MAPPA, based off this trailer it looks like they're not shitting it around it looks like they're really giving it the works that Villain Saga deserves because season one oh my god okay people let's close off this episode with the weekly Shonen Magazine author comments courtesy of Jose underscore K. starting off with George Morikawa from Hajime no Ippo he said I listened as my friend got up on a soapbox interesting I wonder if he was talking about me with me defending him last time nah. <laughs> these author comments are written way beforehand there's no way it helps but uh, cool beans. Then we got the new manga Kanan-sama by Nonko. I've dreamed about writing something in this comment box since I was a child, but I have no idea what to talk about now that I am here. That's weird. Like, Why why a lot of these authors now say that even in Weekly Shonen Jump? I wonder if there's something behind it, like a marketing reason of, hey, we don't want to get typecast as the author that swings this way on the political spectrum or thinks this way. So until we find out what your fan base is, you got no comment could very well be the case it could be that they're not necessarily being held back on what to say but it's like hey how about you shut the hell up until we figure out where your fandom lies then we got negi haruba author of uh ranger reject um what the hell hkjkl as written for me by my daughter oh okay that, that's cute i'm not even gonna lie like i don't know you probably can't see it right now but over here i got a picture that my daughter drew right over here on the wall then we got Nakamura Suzuki, author of four nights the apocalypse seven deadly sin every so often i buy mini cars i find interesting my collection is building up little by little okay you flex it on them with that you buying a, a car collection we see you fam we know you got the bag and we respect it ken wakui author of tokyo Revengers. i just now started playing pokemon Go, it makes walking so much fun. I think I'm gonna try that because, like, I go on walks and shit like that. That would be so fun to, like, yo, look, it's a-, a Bulbasaur. Personally, I prefer Charmander, though. I'm just saying, Kei Urana, author of the new breakout hit for Weekly shonen Magazine, Gachi Aquata. I spend my days constantly saying to myself, Who's the one that came up with this pain in the ass character design? Oh, it was me. That reminds me of Masashi Kishimoto when he was sick of drawing Naruto with the goggles very early on at that and switched to like Naruto with the headband and Naruto. Like, do what you gotta do, Hiro Mashima, author of Fairy Tale and Eden Zero. I beat Haruyukite Retro Tika. The trick and imagery were top notch. Beating video games. It never stopped with this man. Manga, movies, all oh, legend. And we're going to wrap this bad boy up with Yoshitoki Oima from To Your Eternity. I will go to Costco at least once, even if it kills me. Did they give you the bag to say that, or like, what's going on here? How would you feel if I told you right now that a very important animator is complaining that his heart is going to give out? How would you feel if I told you this is how and critical it's getting with these animators regardless of position at that because you would think like yo okay maybe it's the lower tier ones that they're grinding and they're not used to the grind they don't understand it what if i told you that somebody that is kind of closer to the top is also going through that same situation that we've been talking about time and time again of these animators that are being damn near enslaved in creating animation for us over there in japan whether it be studio map or whatever the case may be like this right here you're gonna be like again but but even worse this time this is is really freaking bad, y'all know. We've talked about it. We've seen the director of the Attack on Titan anime with like literally giant chunks of bags hanging under his eyes from being so damn tired of the work ethic that they have over there. That is, I I, I feel kind of dirty calling it work ethic because it's literally like damn near personal enslavement. Because at the end of the day, absolutely none of these people are at gunpoint. Like, yo, you better draw this shit, right? But ultimately, this is their dreams, and these companies are giving them this opportunity. So they're going really hard, but it's like like yo fam you gotta be considerate you have to be like yo hey do you want to do this hey do you not want to do this hey how can i help you when it comes to your employees you cannot be doing this to them recently came across a post that honestly almost damn near broke my heart when i read it i couldn't even believe it it's by an animator known as ryu nakayama and you're probably thinking okay uh who is he what has he worked on well based on his bio it says he's the animation director for chainsaw man Man, the director for Jujutsu Kaisen number 19, Eve Risen Detra MV, I'm not sure about what is that, a uh, SHIELD Hero episode 16, and he's done a bunch of like opening and endings, various ones from, I'm guessing that's also referring to SHIELD Hero, uh, so he's done a lot of work. But in particular, he's the animation director for the Chainsaw Man anime. And you're like, okay, that, that that's his role, cool. Well, what's happening, Fanev? What's going on here? Why should we care? What is it this time? Well, first of all, the reason I wanted to point out that he is the director is that this problem with the anime and manga industry, but in particular the anime industry, goes so much deeper than just like, oh, you know, it's uh, you know, a few low-tier animators that are struggling and stuff like that. They ain't getting paid, that's why they speaking out. Know, this dude is the director of the Chainsaw Man anime, the anime that they've been working on tirelessly and relentlessly over there at Studio Mappa. The same anime that <laughs> could be one of the inspirations for why they decided to open up that giant compound of a studio where people are just pretty much living in there and creating animation inside the studio like that's how serious it got well this animator pretty much is complaining about his heart i feel that my body isn't following my spiritual motivation i'm about to run out of the energy drinks i received in such a large amount i'm too tired so i want to reset somewhere and somebody replied to him about that and he said the game is important if you don't do it your heart will die like dog if you're talking about basically hey if i don't relax if i don't get something rest if i don't stop what i'm doing right now my heart's going to die That's that is beyond ridiculously bad this should not be going on if he's complaining in a public platform like at the very least you can say okay if he's complaining on a public platform and a lot of these animators are constantly complaining on a, a public platform ultimately this is where the company should take a look like hmm maybe we should give him a break hmm maybe we should give him a super duper raise and uh, cut a few hours off just so that he could get you know back on track and stuff like that and we could really show him that we love and care and appreciate what he's doing animating you know being the director for chainsaw man anime the pre- Probably what might be the biggest anime of the last, I don't know how many years now, once it launches. Like, I mean, on one hand, I'm sure there's gonna be a few people that are gonna be like, oh, well, this is good news that at the very least we know that they're working relentlessly, right? But that's disgusting because I've seen some people that will throw that argument, like with the Attack on Titan director, when he came out and he had those giant bags under his eyes and was complaining about how exhausted he was and everything. People, oh, you know, this and that, hey, at least we're getting good animation stuff. No, because God forbid, if something happens to this gentleman, I'm not sure how old he is whatnot but if something happens to this gentleman to the point that he's pumping energy drinks just to stay alive and saying that his heart will die if he doesn't get arrested and shit like that no 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 we're not gonna do that bs of excusing it blah 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 in the sake of capitalism like don't get me wrong it's not like i'm anti-capitalist or anti the establishment per se but i i nah when it comes to this this is wrong this is abuse and this is not right to be honest this isn't even about pay at this point this is just about treating people like decent human beings worry about your employees like with me with people that i work with and whatnot people that work Work for me, I'm always very conscious of no, I gotta make sure a dude's eye, right. I gotta make sure people is good. Like, I don't even know how these big companies operate in this fashion of like being okay with it and thinking that, eh, we'll throw out another press release. Like, uh, kudos to this guy that he's gotten this far because this could probably cause a little bit of a stink. And this could definitely in Japan, like, they you know, the whole saying of the nail that sticks out gets hammered in. This could get him fired realistically if they feel a certain way about this. This could get him thrown the hell out. And I hope not because I'm imagining he's doing all of this because it's his dream, dog. You're the animation director for chainsaw man i can't stress enough just even saying that sounds so freaking amazing and that's probably what pushes these people to go through this relentless work ethic but either way i felt that it was important that i brought this to you guys' attention that despite the fact that yeah they're unionizing yeah they're starting to make some slow progressive changes over there in japan we are so far away from them being just treated like human beings when it comes to the animators and whatnot it's sick and i also want to say that when chainsaw man anime comes anything pretty much from studio mappa at this point you have to also you know when you're talking about certain stuff try and be a little more mindful realize that there's people like this gentleman right here that are damn near killing themselves for your entertainment please just try and keep that in mind i'm not saying that you can't be critical i'm not saying you can't analyze and be critical about works that are presented in front of you i'm just saying remember that there's a real life human being slaving over this shit for months and months and months and your one comment can really fuck them up and even with me saying all of that there's still going to be people that have no empathy or sympathy for what i've just said and that's just sad and i'm speaking from knowing because i've seen time and time again in my comment section while there'll be a lot of outpour of support for these people there will be the occasional asshole or two that just don't care but until we get to that point where um we're not dealing with this situation anymore i wanted to inform you animators are still suffering out there in japan moving forward though we got a little bit of insight into the upcoming one piece film red movie honestly that is the one film of the year that i am dying for and we don't really got any official updates on when it's going to come to the west but it says here one piece the movie ticket for one piece film red can already be purchased for its theatrical release so if you want to get your tickets if you're going to japan or whatever and it's scheduled for release in august in japan and this is what you get with it this image Image of I wanna say again that's supposedly shanks's daughter, that's Luffy, that's Shanks. It's really really dope. And it's honestly they figured out a way to yet again when it comes to one piece push another film with Shanks, like just showing Shanks, even though God knows how much we're really gonna see. It's really, really dope. And also, it's interesting, Japan is like, okay, boom, we're gonna put out one piece in Japan in August. And then if I'm not mistaken, we just spoke about it in the last episode of For never News. They're gonna put out Dragon Ball Supers movie in the West uh in August. So they're gonna have like a double dip. And I'm guessing this is probably an experiment on their behalf of well what happens if we put out a film simultaneously we got one rocket in japan one rocking in the west at the same time but yeah really really dope image i can't wait for this one i've said it many times this is the one that i'm excited for this is the Toei animation movie that i'm really looking forward to even though yo Toei, <laughs> yeah i've been wild in 2022 i don't know toei did, came into this year like we want violence lad we want all the smoke might and if i'm being honest with you i don't want none of the smoke dog like you could keep that shit i quit smoking ages ago fam that shit is ugh. next up i am very very excited to talk about this one because whatever can come from anything when it comes to this franchise is always a smile on my face i'm gonna be honest with you and if you don't know what i'm talking about i'm referring to a little show by a small creator you may have heard of him he recently made a little update on twitter somewhere there i don't know if anybody's seen it his name is yoshihiro tagashi he did another series called uh what is it again Uh, height is no hunter 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 or hunter hunter i think yeah like he did that one but he did one before that um (laughs) Yu Yu Hakusho, right? (laughs) Dude, Yu Yu Hakusho. Y'all know I love Yu Yu Hakusho. Well, we got a little bit of an update, and I'm very excited to see what the hell is about to happen. Because it says here, Yu Yu Hakusho anime posts special logo for its 30th anniversary project. So we got a project. The TV anime adaptation of Yoshihiro Tegashi's supernatural manga that is absolutely great and one of the greatest shonen of all time. Yu Yu Hakusho... Okay, they didn't say that. That was me adding that. You know, I I do what I do. Uh, Yu Yu Hakusho started airing in Japan in October 1990 to celebrate its 30th anniversary the anime's official Twitter posted a special logo featuring the protagonist Yusuke Yurameshi according to the post a memorial illustration will also be revealed at 6JST and 2PT on June 10th and the logo is just like a Yusuke with a 30 in back of it and it says produced by Studio Puro the TV anime was aired for 112 episodes from October 1992 to January 95 and during the airing period the two feature films were released in summers of 93 and 94 Yu to show the movie and The Poltergeist report. Its stage play adaptation were performed in 2019 and 2020, and a live-action drama adaptation has been in the works for streaming on Netflix in December 2023. On the occasion of its 25th anniversary of 2018, two new anime episodes, Two Shot and All or Nothing, were produced to be included in the TV Anime's fourth Blu-ray box. Stay tuned to see what will be coming with its 30th anniversary project, and then we got this image right here, an anime key visual, and please, for the love of God, please, 30th anniversary, bring back Yu Yu Hakusho! Remake it with today's art and Animation the highest possible, like hands down, especially in the era we are now. If there was ever a time, whoever's watching this, trust me, if there was ever a time that could make a freaking breakout, oh my god, this is the hugest thing in the world. Anime is a Yu Yu Hakusho remake, the same way they did Hunt the Hunter, and what they did for Hunt the Hunter, for the love of God, please, for the love of God, please bring back Yu Yu Hakusho, do a remake and have Togashi just, yo, come on man, do what Toriyama does. He gets a napkin, he starts writing some shit on there, hands it over, and they make 130 episodes of an anime. Please, for the love of God, do that. Like, Yu Yu Hakusho fans, like myself, I will buy the box sets. I will buy the Blu-rays. I will buy the 4Ks. I will go to the movies. I will buy the plush. Whatever it takes. I love this series. Yusuke Urameshi, Hiei, Kurama, and Kuwabara. If you don't know about Yu Yu Hakusho, and I didn't sell you with my enthusiasm right here, get the fuck out of my video. (laughs) I know, you're probably like, yo, Fenev, that was violent. I'm just saying you should be... Why, why are you cheating yourself out of an experience? And I'm in the middle of Fenev News gushing over Show. but... Yeah, now, what could come from this outside of that? Well, obviously, they got the live-action series that's coming, boom. Netflix is probably gonna do a big release because I think they had it in other regions. They had Yu Yu Show. They're probably gonna get the rights to Yu Yu Show's anime if they probably don't already have it and they're just waiting to release it when the live-action comes or a little bit before to coincide and whatnot. So there's a couple of things there. I just hope that they're not like... You Yeah, in honor of the 30th anniversary, that's what we're doing with this live action, dog. I I, 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 I don't want it. (laughs) Like, I'm going to be open-minded. Maybe it could be cool, but... For me, realistically speaking, Yu Yu Hakusho's live action, there's probably no way it's going to be able to impress me. Like Yu Yu Hakusho is so important to me. It helped me in so many ways in my life. In dark times, Yu Yu Hakusho was there for me that I couldn't see myself. Like I I got to keep it real. I will probably be one of those people that it's too hard for me to be impressed by it. But rather than go the direction of just straight up slamming it before it's even released, I'm going to just say straight up like I doubt I'm going to like it. I doubt it's going to be to my expectations because Yu Yu Hakusho is just too important to me but yeah let me know what do you think is gonna happen for the 30th anniversary a remake are they just gonna push the live action is here wahoo or there's gonna be something else oh my god a Yu Yu Hakusho remake with a video game to boot please at the same time maybe who knows it might give Yoshihiro Togashi a break from his Hunter Hunter break And he could come back and write some more Hakusho like a movie or something after the fact or Hakusho Z where he writes on a napkin a few ideas and they m- have a monthly Hakusho manga where Yusuke is just shitting on all the next gen characters. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna relax now. We're moving on. Because now we got the weekly Shonen Magazine author comments! Courtesy of Jose underscore Ke. And we're gonna start off with, for whatever reason, the art on this one looked really interesting and I don't know if this is a new work. And it's Kanon sama by Nonko. Hello, I'm Nonko. I'll repay the kindness of allowing me to dirty this fine magazine with my presence with the best art possible before being thrown out jeez holy shit like <laughs> yo talking about being canceled off rip like i don't know if this author is trying to just be funny and edgy but that was amazing okay nonko you caught my interest i got you then we got ken wakui from tokyo revengers my oldest son is hooked on miyanko daisenso while my second son is hooked on yokai watch puni puni yeah i like the the the, the putang too no <laughs> out to Ken Waku told your man. That's so dope, dog. Former gangster turned mangaka and seemingly awesome parent. Cool shit. By the way, people, in case you ain't subscribed and hit that bell, now would be a good time to do so. I'm just saying, dog. Then we got Hiromashima, author of Eden Zero. Now that I've had more opportunities to use them recently, I've realized Twitter spaces are a great way to have fun with others who are on them. And in case you don't know, and I'll try to link it in the description below, Hiromashima opened up his own YouTube channel. So he's on spaces on Twitter. He's opening up YouTube channels. Praise this man! Writing videos. Video games, multiple mangas, working on anime adaptations. This is why I created the verse That you should be subscribed to everything there. Fenneva always wins. My podcast with my bros. We created a podcast and couldn't come up with a name, so we settled on this sentence being the title. Yeah, that's legit the name of our podcast. never the F I one. I do pickups and discussions. I got the whole Fenneverse. Hiro Mashima got the Mashima verse. I got the verse. Okay, the Fenneverse, verse the, the world verse, whatever you want to call it, dog bravo then we got george morikawa author of hajime no ipo akihabara has become a foreign city to me now that's interesting i wonder if he's saying that like because he moved recently and that was initially his hometown because usually people say that right like it's so weird my hometown feels foreign now because you know i moved and i've been away for so long either way shout out to george morikawa and if you missed the previous episode of for Never news with that asshole that was talking down on him in favor of tagashi like shout out to tagashi but i'm always gonna support george morikawa like yo hajime no ipo made me go and buy a whole bunch of boxes equipment that i occasionally use admittedly but it's a freaking inspirational story inspirational series and leave george Morikabo the fuck alone and we got kei urana gachi akuta they said one of my staff's cousins came over and said so you guys draw poop before running off apparently sorry about that what the heck you guys draw poop like what's been happening in gachi akuta lately another series that Fineva is behind on what's happening to Fineva world oh no <laughs> i'm like behind on everything lately holy shit this is this is bad lad bad lad that sounds like a good good name for a manga like blood lad but bad lad and i'm not gonna give you the premise that i just thought off in my head because you ain't gonna rob my idea dog enough of that there's too many copycats as it is then we got Haruba, author ranger reject eating a hamburger i ordered on a veranda sure hits different wow why is he talking like yo it hits different on a veranda yo dog so you just chilling on a veranda relaxing max i like that man i ain't gonna lie i would love that dog like imagine me getting a break like a legit break not like hey i'm, I'm suffering tragedy i'm depressed like, an actual break, and the algorithm gods don't destroy my livelihood? Who, who. Pfft or another career that takes me off of YouTube's algorithm? Oh, we can't talk about that stuff, because then it's like, oh, no! Then we got Nakaba Suzuki, author of Fortnite's the Apocalypse, Seven Deadly Sins, a true living legend, still playing Dying Light 2. That's crazy. I was playing, was it, Dying Light 1 the other day with my daughter. Like, craziness. Shout outs to him. We love you. We support you. We respect you. Between Nakaba Suzuki and Hiromashima, there will be no slander on our watch. Not on my watch! And then we're gonna close this off with Yoshitoki Oima, To Your Eternity. I have a serious cream soda addiction I've never liked cream soda and addiction is not good seek help i'm just playing but seriously like seek help don't 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 get addicted to no soda like i've actually almost completely cut out soda like i have a soda once in a blue because like hey let me quench that thirst but cutting out soda has been one of the best changes of my life and yeah people those were the weekly shonen magazine author comments as always a treat then just quickly i want to take a look at a little bit of sales we're not going to go too heavy into it but we got the weekly oricon for what was the last releases of manga which were the latest my hero volume marshall and undead unluck and we got the performance of them and i'm not going to a lie in four weeks because pretty much now we're going to the next volumes that were released for June. These were the May volumes. None of these series did very well. There was some shorty the other day over on Twitter that was trying to tell me, you know, me that I do this for a living every day. Oh no, you know, everything is up in manga and anime. Everyone talks about it. It's all, you know, it's all. And I look at this and I'm like, dog, <laughs> like for example, The Newbie Marshall, like you know, My Hero, th- those are amazing sales still, regardless. It might be lower than the last one. I think the last one was like at 750 by this point, whatever. Like it's, it's still those are great sales but Marshall in four weeks finally breaks 100,000 I remember legit just one year ago Marshall was doing about 90 to 100 in a week and it was like five days half the time so definitely a decline on there but then Undead Unluck I keep it a bug I remember Undead Unluck was doing 40 to 50 week one it is doing 31 in four weeks the newbies honestly I want to say even this one and I'm, I'm I gotta be honest here post Chainsaw Man and Jujutsu Kaisen era everything from Shonen Jump after the fact has not really panned out too well like Marshall I think is still going to go on to be a hit Undead Unluck I don't know Th- that could end up being a Siren situation if I'm being honest I could see that going the way of Siren of it lasted a long time and still never got an anime hell if you watch my Nakamura Suzuki 7 Deadly Sins video like yo he went through 16 serializations one of which went for 130 chapters never got an anime and got cancelled so I say all that to say that even that generation because you know I talk about the previous like 2022 all the serializations that came out you know came and went I Shimon, Red Hood, like all of those came and went, but even that generation has started to dip, you could argue that they're taking too long to get an anime adaptation, and maybe they're even experimenting to see how long a manga could go and how sales could go without an anime adaptation, but Marshall, that'll fly with an anime, Undead, I'm uncertain about that one, but yeah, I just quickly wanted to touch up on that, I felt it was kind of important to do so that, yo, even that generation, I don't know, it's like post-Chainsaw, man things just have not been rocking for whatever freaking reason, and I think to a certain degree, maybe Jump has a hold over what they're trying to do i'm sure they got a plan they're a conglomerate but mm, it's weird then quickly despite all of the hibbity hoopla we finally got a release date for the anime that i probably won't watch just keeping it real but it was a big jump title for a while ayakashi triangle anime scheduled for 2023 so pretty much the ayakashi triangle anime is coming in 2023 and it's crazy because that's been a controversial series for starters the, the person that created it has already had a very colorful past but then on top of that you know this series that just recently got removed from the magazine there was a controversy about some of the imagery that it was being censored in the west then they put it in jump plus like it's been a whole bunch of stuff going on i think jump is done publishing it if i'm not mistaken i think they actually got picked up by another publisher altogether yeah now it's coming 2023 uh let me know like i'm curious how many ayakashi triangle fans are out there that are actually waiting for this one i'm not i'm keeping a real probably won't watch it but i'm curious and this was a story that i found really really interesting apparently japan has set the new record for the fastest internet out there. Researchers in Japan have set a new record by achieving internet speed of 1 million gigabytes per second. The Network Research Institute at NICT reported on May 30th that they have successfully demonstrated the world's first transmission speed of 1.02 petabit per second. One petabit is equivalent to 1 million gigabytes GB. The new record could usher in new home internet speeds that are 100,000 times faster than any of the current fastest services on the market with this power one petabit per second would mean 10 million channels of 8k broadcasting per second making live coverage easily achievable from all corners of the world with virtually no lapse the good news is this record was set using ordinary optic fiber cable meaning its technology is potentially available for immediate and wide use that is that's gonna be a game changer oh my god just hearing that right now makes me think like yo get prepared content creators Think about how you can use that knowledge that you just watched. This from me, by the way. You know, subscribe, hit that bell for never news. I got you covered. Use that and apply it to whatever you're planning on doing. Like, if you know now, okay, internet is going to be a lot faster. How can you use that to your advantage? I'm giving you game right there. Hope you get something from it. But, yeah, that's all I have for this one. I'm for World, And as always, people, have an awesome day. And remember the golden rule. Anime and manga for life. Bye. Have an awesome day. Peace, and you guys just watched another episode of Forever News. Have an awesome day. Subscribe and hit that bell, lads. And I mean, like, subscribe and hit that bell faster than the fastest internet. Like, that peta, pita, whatever the fuck bit. Like, yeah. Hey!